I listen to the Black Guy You Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod, joined as always by my co-host, Karen. And we're live on a Saturday, ready to do some feedback. Um, You guys left lots of feedback, everybody. We oh, saw you. Okay. Comments, Y'all voicemails, had to say, emails. Apparently. You know, we appreciate y'all to take the time out to do that. We it's do. All in the show notes on how to do that. So, you know, I think that answers that question. Um, so I guess without further ado, let's talk about the people that gave us money. Okay. Cause some of y'all were nice and you went to our website and you donated to the cause. Thanks for supporting us. That's right. New shout outs and new cash outs. Let's go. Yay. Douglas R. David from Brooklyn. Johanna M. Ricky A. Pritrick, what to call him. Laura F. Cavis D. Chris from Hawaii. Tabitha M. Corey Dutikula. April G, Alexis H, Wonga from Down Under, Marlon B, Tanya S, Dostra J. Those are the people that gave us money this week. Thank you for the money. All right. We also got some five-star reviews. Let's go. Thank you. We love to see it. We do. We love to read it. We love the five-star reviews. We appreciate y'all. Um, let's go to the first one. Too easy to not keep doing. Realize I was, wasn't putting in on the reviews and it was so simple to do. So here it is. Best podcast duo in the game by OJTKC. Uh, five stars thank you thank you they ain't got to be long y'all four flame emojis and this is for this too much the show i do with bossy icky oh come on through you five stars five stars and it just say they five by b williker thank you b williker that's it we'll take emojis we don't care uh we got listen to this show by dark chocolate big daddy pimp (laughs) ha ha that name (laughs) big chocolate big daddy pimp dark yeah dark chocolate big daddy pimp (laughs) get it right my bad. Uh, you want, you will not be disappointed. This show will have you laughing, thinking, and having you work on yourself. Rod and Karen are a dynamic power couple that gives so much substance and perspective to the many current issues, and some I'm sure aren't on your radar. You'll love playing their games with them or listening to their banter, plus the wonderful guests they have on. Be so good. Rod and Karen are the best. I've been listening for over five years, and finally my work got an iPhone, Android users, till I die. So I'm finally able to leave y'all a five-star review y'all deserve. Ain't shame. Can't shame me no more. Love y'all, Neil from Seattle. Thank you, Neil. Thank you, uh, uh, Crook. We we don't we don't care if a crook come to your company. Uh, we've had people leave us a five star review off of stolen phones. Like we don't care. We'll take the reviews. Yeah, thank you for uh, leaving us the five star review. And um, yeah, I think even if you have an Android, it's technically I think you can go online mm-hmm. and leave a review with the Apple. Uh, yeah, you can create an account. podcast like app or their website too some people have left it that way but Mm -hmm. hey listen through any means necessary any means we'll take them all uh five star love and this is from steve sf86 who says i stopped being lazy and i'm giving you the five stars you deserve thank you 
five star okay because we're worth it we deserve it we've earned it yes and we, we appreciate have. y'all to take the time out to say you know bless ups okay <laughs> um <laughs> all right let's get to the comments on the website um we had the first episode of the week which was i just i guess it's just comments on the episode because i actually go to the website spotify and youtube so mm-hmm. technically it's all that uh it's all that episode twenty seven twelve outrage advertising five comments appia from germany leaves the first two comments maybe things change how people comment less on their bodies i hope so my closest colleague for example and i've been to lunch together often have been to events together a lot and so on and we are about the same age we never commented on each other's body in any way or said anything about wanting to lose weight or how should i eat this or that or whatnot we order sometimes more sometimes less and just eat with no judgment i love it yeah i think i know for me it's interesting i I, like i'm not a person that really causes waves but it's interesting how much even when you just go out with somebody and you just casually want to do whatever how much of the conversation is about like how much food you're consuming how much weight you're gonna gain or lose what you should or should not eat like morally it's just i don't know it's like we're we're all hung up on it in a way um i like i and as a person that doesn't have those conversations um i notice it i just i don't i mean like i'll never shut it down and be like listen if you want to eat two pieces of chicken you do that you know like i'm I'm like well it's between you and your mind but i always find it interesting how much that occupies everybody's mind and especially people that you would um it's a lot of times it's the people that you don't think will have that hang up because of how society makes you feel about them or you're like oh this person must feel great about their body and their appearance and all this stuff but you know a lot of even the people that quote unquote have the aesthetic a lot of that is driven from the voice in their head that's constantly steering them one way or another or punishing them or whatnot so yeah agreed and uh when i was uh younger i would go out and like if it was somebody i wanted to press we would go out and i would like get a salad or eat nothing and then get home and like consume everything it's like i got to the point i was like you know what fuck it i want it i'm gonna order it i actually don't care you know and that is a a freedom in it in itself just to be able to go out with the friend and be like you know what let's order a a, a, a shit and whatever we don't eat we can just take it to go you know yeah. and shit like that without being like i would have the water and a light vinaigrette and there's nothing wrong with that if, if that's how you eat don't get me wrong but you know it's it's one of the things but don't do it around me out of feeling of obligation yeah like i said it's just interesting because i think it's in our heads one way or the other it's just how do people deal with it mm-hmm. what do they voice out loud but uh, it seems to constantly be on people's minds of course uh but yeah i i love when i find people that don't like do that because it's not one it's boring conversation but then two it's like we're we're setting a to me a somber or bad mood to the food and to the sitting down to eat because it's it's very rare that that ends up in a happy space it's either it's it's like because think about some of the comments right it's oh am i gonna be bad today so now you're saying what you're eating is 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 bad or a wrong choice and so if you do get the bad thing you're obligated to feel bad about it because that's what bad means is morally you need to feel bad if it's the 
i'm on a diet and you start now we got to talk about your diet and, and if they, you're on a diet and you order a salad i'm not gonna say shit i'm not gonna be like oh i see you on a diet like me either totally fine um it's the you know it's the i shouldn't eat this or it's the you know this is gonna make me gain weight like it's to me it's just normally that conversation doesn't put a positive spin on anything it just dampens shit down so yeah, it's oh, it'll go straight to my thighs and my that's what i'm saying and, yeah. yeah so it's good that you were able like i'm glad you found a buddy that you could eat like lunch with and it's just not an issue and i i would like it would be dope if that was kind of the way because i also like even when i'm trying to like eat differently or better or more healthier or whatever art words you want to put around that i don't want people to comment on it right. like i'm not doing it for attention i'm not like i'm gonna get a salad because you here and i need you to tell me i'm a good person like i know you like it's anyway it's just a lot going on in people's heads and it seems like a thing that isn't very helpful uh, especially for strangers co-workers you know not loved ones not family you know right 15 years ago or so i'm sure there would have been some diet talk involved with eating with another woman at least sometimes i would never say anything about looks or somebody's body to them unless they really asked and even then i don't know if i would my go-to response is every single body is different and i hope this will be enough of a response she also said mindy Kaling's brother pretended to be black to get into medical school so he is at least one man to do this um yeah but at the same time like that was his like one being indian counts as affirmative action the way he was voiced the way he was talking like he could have said i'm indian and he still would have qualified for uh the affirmative action he was talking about to get into medical school um and then the other thing too was like it's clearly from that reverse racism place of like black people have it easier women have it easier gay people have it easier and it's just like no statistical evidence Mm -hmm. backs that up ever and yet they still arrive at that conclusion so my conclusion is you must just be racist right because nothing else makes sense yeah like yeah it's just coming out of a racist place where you think everybody has it easier than you know the in this case the brown man uh black slider 69 says perhaps what karen meant was that it's easier for white women to benefit from colorism whilst feigning blackness than a man and that social beliefs of white desirability create dissimilar ranges of who all can represent a black woman versus who can represent black men is that what you meant karen i I don't i don't remember those are a lot of big words that i don't remember us saying but i mean i i don't think you can divorce colorism from it no you can't i just don't like i think colorism to me is like it's impossible to quantify and at the same time it's impossible to discount like it's like i don't know the exact number like it's not as simple as like and for forgive me but like say reparations where you could be like we know who counts as black in this country we know what money was not given to these people colorism in a lot of cases definitely exists has impact Mm -hmm. but either from lack of study lack of care from the complexity of certain types of colorism where in some way it can benefit you in some way it can hurt you i think you end up in these spaces where um we know it works to be light skin and desirable quote unquote to whiteness amenable to whiteness familiar to whiteness in america uh shit actually globally colorism is not just an american thing Mm -hmm. but 
and it's not just a black thing but Mm -hmm. the point being like it's such a huge complicated thing that what normally happens in these conversations we cherry pick one or two things and be like cardi b wouldn't have been famous if she was dark-skinned maybe we're right maybe we're not but the point being like we get stuck on cardi b not like oh you look around the industry and there's many 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 light-skinned women rappers and very few dark-skinned women women rappers and then when you look at those dark-skinned women rappers the amount of talent and stuff they have to do to even like compete is different and the amount of effort and how good they gotta be is different there's no version of this where they can't be excellent you know but at the same time there's not a lot of women rappers compared to men that can just be like some stumble rappers that ain't good you gotta be pretty much better than your male counterpart so you got to deal with that then we also got to talk about desirability just because people want to fuck you doesn't necessarily mean it's empowering so what do you do when like the industry of black of women rappers trades off of sex in a lot of ways and sex appeal and we know there's double standards of sex and sex appeal when it comes to light skin versus dark skin but at the same time we know that that's not truly an empowering thing for everybody and that may not quantify the money for everybody some people just don't want to be objectified in that way so i bring all that up to say like it's it can be extremely complicated and not just a one-to-one thing and i think that's why these discussions kind of can be uh convoluted uh but at no point do i think the fact that a white woman passing as black has no choice but to be a light-skinned black person right that she's pretending to be at no point do i think it that doesn't matter it doesn't count that's definitely a part of it oh yeah and it's a complex and it's a deep argument it's also one of those things where we started like i said i was opening up my third eye so you know a lot of times when you open up your third eye you don't actually go into the into the deep dive that you would have if you would have had time to actually you know for me personally look and and actually analyze it like a little bit better Mm. so you know uh the way i articulate articulated myself was more based off of how i felt Mm. you know type of thing and i can say a lot of a lot of different things play a factor you know um and i still do feel um as well like this i still do feel a certain way but i do understand it is a complex conversation yeah because I, like I, i'm trying to remember what you said was it like people just want to fuck them or something Mm-mm. i can't remember what it was that started no. this whole thing oh because i was talking we was talking about the you was you were basically you were asking why is it only that white women are the ones yeah yeah okay yeah right. why isn't it men yeah right and my thing is you know because of their like it's a complex answer because of their proximity to whiteness mm-hmm. because of their uh so they know how to work the system because mm-hmm. they know that when it comes to minorities uh the white people that want to be the good white people won't turn around and call them out even though they know sometimes that sometimes these people aren't white aren't black mm-hmm. you know and then there are black people that you know uh uh look and even for sometimes we might even know too you know mm-hmm. so like i said it's a very complex yeah. thing but i but and my thing i also say how they rise a lot of time in academia you know um and i think you was like i think the thing may have been with academia academia specific we might have went you know died because mm-hmm. we were kind of all over the place when we was talking about that thing mm-hmm. about, about that conversation and my thing is it's like these women are all over the place but 
you know the prominent ones are the ones a lot of times that are in these academic areas you know yeah yeah and i doubt i said anything to dismiss colorism or whatever so i hope that's not what happened i I literally don't remember the whole conversation as that detail but uh because i know we got sidetracked and then mm-hmm. some tangents but i definitely think them being light skin have something to do with it it's just like a comfortableness of whiteness like you make me feel more comfortable than a dark-skinned woman saying the same shit right even if you're more militant more angry and i think yeah it is complex because like mm-hmm. part of it to me is their performance of blackness is a performance that have that now remember to me it's their performance of blackness is a performance that is happening through the lens of whiteness because they are white people so they see what they think black success and black authentic blackness looks like and it's a fucking caricature that is that is it pisses me off so much because they always are the people that take the step that we wouldn't take and i don't mean that in a good way right like the people that that do the destructive shit and 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 even as a black person in my mind i'll be thinking like well what kind of black person would do something that like like what kind of thing is that that seems very weird and then later when you discover they're like a secret white woman you're like oh that's why right right you know you couldn't just be a member of the NAACP you had to be the head of NAACP like one thing people don't remember about Rachel Dolezal this always I always come back to this and people will forget it the second I say it by the way you I'm telling it right now the kind of people that are kind of like I go back to this defense of her will forget this part she got caught stealing money that's what the fucking first part of this was like that was the audacity to me was like so y'all think this one was a hero this started because people were like what's up with the money and it's like well she was trying to help them by stealing money that was that's what the fucking accusations were anyway when it was like a mailbox a yeah yes. yes. i remember like, that yes her being a fake black woman was secondary mm-hmm. and yet you i got told she uplifted the people and all this shit and that's the other part that we didn't talk about too is when they are out at a lot of times the people that be in her fucking in they fucking corner are these weird ass reverse racism of you know uh, a white woman she's such a good white woman she was trying to help us yeah but she was trying to help us in the academics or in the nwsb and the activism and it's like so she had to be black right and 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 and, th- and that's the part where uh i'm just keeping it real with me being a black woman i go fuck you bitch you know that you could have actually been white and 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 not and not had a problem been white and walked in these same circles and uh, could have used your white privilege to help us yes and and that's why people go you you pretending to have my skin and that's one of those things where it frustrates you how they go everybody want to be black but they don't want to be black like 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 you want the you quote unquote you want the what you think are benefits but what you don't want is the oppression what you don't want is being called nigger what you don't want is is all the other shit I, that I think, goes along I think, with blackness i think they do want that shit because they think that's what real authentic blackness is i think they even act that way because they think they add that to their bonafides they love to get called the n-word they love that to be like see how black i am how good i am at being black you know that's why you always see them arguing online and shit perform it's like such a histrionic performance of wanting all the smoke in a way that i think that's what it is i think that's what it is for me it's such a histrionic performance of wanting all the smoke it feels more like a karenism version of black where it's like i like i want to be this victim because i'm actually at the fundamentally i'm actually not that concerned about my safety in this way 
in a way that a black person that really has dealt with the backlash of standing up yes there's a level of like self-preservation in there that's like all right now these i'm not trying to die like i don't want y'all to kill me right i just would like y'all to leave me the fuck alone and let me like give us our rights and leave us alone and there's yes i think that's what it is um i know it's like a messy way of saying it but anyway but maybe in spaces where black women are routinely discredited white men's massage noir leads them to dismiss suspicion they have for women pretending to be black since they have little respect for blackness to begin with anyway good to see justice system getting to the bottom of rb secret sauce yeah it's a complicated thing everything you brought up i mean is definitely something to think about um and yeah it is interesting you just don't see a lot of men doing it the only Mm -hmm. man i know that gets accused of doing it is uh sean king Mm -hmm. and honestly i i honestly god do not know i have no idea i know i know we supposed to hate him and shit i honestly god do not know Mm -hmm. if that man is black or not and just of the reasons to not like him that seemed to be like near the the bottom. bottom yeah don't um for the people that don't like him it just seems to be like a running joke at this point mm-hmm. and i don't know if that it's a joke that took on a life of his own or if it actually is true i don't know um and yeah i'll just leave it at that pamela ma says did i watch the trump town hall not only hell no but as my mom said once hell fucking no she said that in response to the photo opportunity for him obviously not her with with then indiana governor mike pence <laughs> my limited attention is better paid anywhere elsewhere thank you pamela yeah i don't blame you and shout out to your mama mm-hmm. yeah i was on the karen hunter show yesterday and trump came up and i just casually because i'm so used to being over here mm-hmm. being free and not really worried about who the fuck hears what i have to say because right. I, I stand by what i say right and so i just casually was like yeah man fuck like i hate him or whatever she was like well let's talk about that you hate him i was like uh yeah yes. i didn't misspeak yeah yeah <laughs> like, I, I i i didn't say that in a term i do not like, like that man like i i was like i'm keeping it cute right because i really <laughs> want to say fuck him not just fuck him that's not what i'm talking about I was saying, i'm keeping it cute because like i was like i could talk about what i don't like about him for 20 minutes mm-hmm like right like i'm giving you the the one minute version right. and saying so we can move on with the show because it's seen it'll be ridiculous to sidetrack your show mm-hmm. with with my amount of disdain i have for this man but it's years and years of disdain i have for right. this man and i never was for him like Mm-mm. not even on some like when hip-hop in new york loved trump i didn't get it not when he had a reality didn't show i didn't get it. i never thought he was funny Mm-mm. i just so for me it's like i don't you know but i forgot for a second like you know there's people that uh she has a big platform so there's people mm-hmm. that be on her youtube page harassing her and mm-hmm. leaving fucked up comments and yep. she got to block people and stuff like so you know hopefully i didn't add no extra work to her plate right. for that shit but it's just like you know that's how the way your mama said that about mike pence that's how i be feeling like uh-uh fuck him right who we ain't, we ain't trying to play no games and and also it's just one of them things you know like i said from the very beginning I, i've always been like oh not him yeah and i meant that and i'm you know and i stand behind it evie says nothing will stop me from and, and for the record i don't i'm not as militant as a lot of people and that there are republicans who i think are bad people who had bad policies who hurt people and everything and i still don't feel as strongly as disdain for them as i feel for trump agreed like i still think they fucked up they're bad people and i don't support their presidency i never voted for them 
and but if it were a hierarchy of bad there's republicans where i'm like you bad but yeah you weren't trump bad agreed he literally like one of the worst ones he's 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 like you know the 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 segregation now segregation forever dude to me yes he is like i I don't know how people still think it's cute and how he can just run again and some of y'all are gonna vote for this man that's under like criminal indictment right uh, under criminal investigation and just lost a civil case about being a sexual assaulter and y'all just think that's cute i don't get it right that think it's funny uh evie says nothing will stop me from eating arby's not even a dead body in the freezer they were framed people are jealous because they had the meats <laughs> all i'm saying your truth all i'm saying is evie i hope you support our podcast or you support arby's that's all i'm saying yes because we done way more for you than arby's ever will and if if somebody ever say some shit about us i hope you are on their neck living yes. fighting on that lie the way you fight on this arby's lie even e like arby's now arby's forever <laughs> uh sorry the let's see the episode comments on youtube is outrage advertising um did we only do four episodes or did i just not upload one to youtube and i didn't have that on all right we'll, we'll do that later tonight you know i've been busy y'all <laughs> honestly i just show note next week probably won't have any episodes if not maybe one uh just i got a lot going on so i'm busy 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 uh so comments on this one nothing on outrage advertising on youtube um but on the poll did you watch the trump town hall yes or no Ninety-seven point five percent of our audience did not. Two point five percent did, which I mean checks out. CNN's ratings weren't even good for that. Mm-mm. So they did it for nothing. Thirsting for nothing. They and bought them over there, and it didn't even fucking matter. And it's always because of their own like concept of what white people want. Uh, I'm not trying to give white people too much credit, quote unquote, in that way. Like I'm not put it this way. I'm not what I'm about to say next is not about like patting anyone on the back. Put it that that's I'm talking about accuracy. White people don't love racism in mass nearly as much as people think. Right. Now that doesn't mean whiteness or white power that that structure is not real or anything. Right. I'm saying just the average fucking white person. Right is not sitting around like well he gonna be on cnn shit i got to stop and do it on fuck that baby mm-hmm. and and it's always those people that they're courting and i don't know that that's a big group of people even the trump wave quote unquote to me is not a trump wave as much as it's a small percentage of sycophants that will support anything trump does and then the gop political party and the people that vote for them capitulating to that small percentage of people almost like a tea party thing like mm-hmm. oh my god we're so scared of this, this like we need this small percentage to help us it's win small percentage so we just gotta do what they say but when it you look at the ratings you can't do that cnn especially you can't serve two masters here if they want donald trump on a pedestal and to see him rant and say lies they'll rather just get that shit either straight from the source or from the fucking tv channels that have been supporting them forever Mm -hmm. and they'll just rather go there they those people already made their brand on trump 
yes and they are not coming to cnn to get it even as fox no i mean the the the, the companies not the people okay not the not the listeners okay the like fox made their brand trump yes, for four did. years and now they're trying to wash it out oan or whatever fucking else conservative news they're down with it like if people want trump they're content they go in there they're not going to you ever this is bud light selling fucking rainbow beers right now right and all that happens is that your your fan base that came over here and went the fuck you got trump on here for you've pissed them off and turned them off and they was like i will not watch your ass again stupid all right, right. Anyway. um so and then it's even worse on spotify one percent yes 99 percent no like nobody watched it with the money and they was like oh no 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 the episode q a janelle monet that is all that is all shay says shay says titty gate 2023 was a wild ride <laughs> <laughs> they talked about that shit for a fucking week yeah i had a tweet go a little bit viral because megan the stallion posted like a super cut video of her working out and i said uh <laughs> janelle monet has started the nuclear arms race <laughs> <laughs> or started an arms race not nuclear i said janelle monet started an arms race and people kept retweeting it and then one reply that kept being retweeted was like something to the effect of um well it was something to the effect of i forget it was like people trying to people do this all the time they try to punch up your joke but your joke is already good Mm -hmm. or they reveal they didn't understand the joke and so people was like it's not a it's not an arms race it's a this and so i replied to this person and i was like because they didn't understand what i was saying i was like uh it's gonna be a lot of arms racing if you know what i'm saying <laughs> and, <laughs> and it was like oh oh like, yeah it's a little more clever than you thought uh marvin says that is all that is plenty Raphael says i've seen a teaser of that lipstick video Ooh, let me tell you i just feel like i need to baby oil myself up before i watch that video <laughs> i'll go do some gardening instead that's one fine sister uh yeah she's been fine she's been bad i know all that she i've seen the movies i know she used to you know uh, uh dress like uh, yeah they used to joke up for dressing like that too yeah like mm-hmm. I, and i know she had like a whole thing behind that about like the the people that run elevators or some shit i don't know i i wasn't always a huge fan of her music like that so i can't even you know i know that she dropped a whole album that was just like vagina imagery and shit just like two two or three years ago so i knew she was like a sexual being a person Mm -hmm. but she kept a lot of her stuff very androgynous and now she's decided at this point in her life this phase whatever she's in is the one about showing everybody what was under them monopoly man clothes and yeah I, everybody's here for it and i think it's okay for people to be like yeah i'm a little surprised like everyone's acting like oh you didn't know no they, they didn't know she mm-hmm. like show me the picture when she had her titties out before this it, 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 it really did, is it new was, for a lot yeah, of people everybody out there right okay she's she's you know so i think people are enjoying this shit and i think it's it's beautiful and it's dope she's just I being free too. um aaron says a queen uh and right and also i've never had nothing bad to say about her before so it's not like uh, some type of flip of like she need to go ahead and take off them clothes or whatever like if she wanted she can do whatever she if she was still dressing up in suits i'd still be like i know she a bad woman and that's it like that's it anyway shout out to her she definitely figured out the pr machine though because 
she was trending people fucking with the album the single all mm-hmm. all kinds of hype now that you know is even more than her last one aaron says a queen roger says miss monet if you nasty and ramel says anderson pock voice yes lord um all right let's go to the next episode it was 2714 guns are people but before that let me play some music so i remember to put a com- commercial here look back it's like janelle monet had a lot of restraint mm-hmm. if you think about it like she just sitting on some perfect titties and wasn't using them like almost every other artist they had some i don't even if it was rick ross if you got some perfect titties you gotta throw them things out there like hey buy my album it's like a <laughs> easiest promotion you're gonna ever Hello. have yes it's better than making good music everybody is on team perfect titties anyway episode 2714 guns are people ramsey d jenkins says in the can we can't use that as a title in the <laughs> i was gonna say team perfect titties i see you writing it down i don't know what's going what's the worst thing that happened well i guess we'll find out uh <laughs> ramsey d jenkins says in the words of silk sonic this bitch that city bike female tried it five stars uh not female I guess it's okay if Ramsey says she. I don't know the rules. Let me move on. I don't know the rules. <laughs> I don't know the rules. Uh, open letter to the Vatican says, Sean Vatican, please get your shit together. JL has it tough. His first, <laughs> first now technically second special has been in the can for over two years. He is recovering from sur- shoulder surgery, having to catch strays on the blackout tips because you keep doing messed up stuff is not good for his mental health please for the love of god get your shit together and it's that rick and morty get your shit together youtube clip you know mm-hmm. uh i think we've all heard it help me summer he's happy i'm happy is that why you're doing this you don't want me and rick to be happy no well then get your shit together get it all together and put it in a backpack all your shit so it's together and if you gotta take it somewhere, take it somewhere, you know? Take it to the shit store and sell it. Or put it in a shit museum. I don't oh, care they, what you do. You just gotta get it together. Mm, sorry everybody, I forgot I was in forgot I was in Chrome. Anyway, the get your shit together clip. You'll listen to it later on audio and you'll hear it. Sean says about unschooling. Oh, and um listen, JL catches strays, but he wanna catch them, okay? <laughs> I'm helping JL. <laughs> okay y'all don't understand this man is a content machine whenever some bad happened to him so how can i as anything less than a friend a colleague how can i do anything other than denigrate this man for the content he like it's a reason that he's gonna thank us when that special comes out in 2073 <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we'll be in a lot of notes. We'll be 75 years old. We'll be dead, you know. <laughs> but I still want my but, shout out, Jay. Yeah, we'll be dead. 
and go, go ahead and tap, type it up put it in chat gpt and save it that special gonna come out and it's everybody's gonna be like oh that maybe it was it was like muhammad ali and and uh what was it like foreman frazier the one that he was always uh shitting on it's, it's gonna be like that yeah jl gonna get that jl right when he's not gonna be able to be here to receive it okay he's got listen he's between me and marvel movies i'm giving this man a lot of shit known things content <laughs> okay <laughs> about unschooling unschooling or de-schooling is an approach that was innovated by ivan illich in 1971 if i remember correctly basically it means that you educate based on the shifting interests of the child rather than by imposing a curriculum it can be effective but the homeschooling unschooling movement is kind of bunk as the parents don't have the expertise to actually carry out unschooling in a way that will lead to an educated well-rounded individual too long didn't read unschooling is bs wrapped in a veneer of actual pedagogic pedagogic wait pedagogical theory i was unschooled i didn't know that word vocabulacious um yeah the thing also too is like i think those people took it to some type of weird extreme of like we're not gonna teach them to read unless they show an interest in it it's like i don't well if you don't start with this even little house on the prairie taught kids how to read i mean you don't stop that shit you know be caveman just stop being stupid oh and then you end the paper like for attention anyway abby says facts about germany homeschooling is not allowed all kids have to attend school for at least nine years i support this rule I also see something good in the cards on priests, even if it's not a solution. I'm an ex-Catholic and don't go to church. But knowing that something like this exists, it's harder to ignore that it's a big problem, makes the priests less untouchable, and hopefully they will touch less children. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) That's my favorite type of children, touch less children. Yes, please. EVE says the people who voted for DeSantis are in the finding out process of the consequences of voting for him. Except the ultra mega super diehard racist people are concerned with the lack of day laborers and fruit pickers. And now Disney is shutting down a project that could have brought thousands of jobs to the state. Funny thing is, some Latinos who voted for him are now looking to black people to join them in their fight against him. Latinos overwhelmingly voted for him in the last election. There was a TikTok of a Latino woman asking for black people's help. Black people tried to help by warning them in the first place. They always want us to do the labor when the time gets hard, but when things are cool, they distance themselves from blackness. Yeah, that's true. That is true. I don't know that individual ladies thing, and obviously Mm -hmm. I know it's an individual thing for the most part. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of Latino people that do vote uh democrat and our liberal and all that stuff so i don't want to like paint the with a broad swath Mm -hmm. but i do hate the idea of farming out the work to black people tell you like this dog do it yourself and i don't mean do it yourself in the mean dismissive way i mean it in the you can depend on yourself build those inroads within your own community so you won't have to be farming out the hey you guys are activists right nah that's not how that works because we're gonna do what's in our interest too you know the reason even this reason that you see a lot of the activism from black people in america especially around voting and democrat is a survival thing it's not a democrat thing really Mm -hmm. it's not a loyalty thing Mm -hmm. we're we're looking out for us Mm -hmm. now you may benefit from us looking out for us right because people move off the backs of civil rights movements and and activist movements all the time but at the end of the day the movements was for us it's the same way i feel about the whole vote like black women black women voting like themselves they voting for them they're not they're not trying to save the country stacy abrams isn't running to save you it's not what the fuck she's doing you know it's like 
everybody's motivated by self-interest on some point so the question you gotta look around and say why are the people in my group so less self-interested or why do they believe their interest lies in whatever conservatism is giving them and or at worst why do they believe their interest aligns with people that are giving them so little you know if you're if your interest aligns with somebody because they're i don't know say anti-immigrant but that means you also are giving cover to anti-lgbtq anti uh anti-black uh anti uh whatever other categories you got to look at that first thing you did and be like i voted for this person because i also don't want immigrants coming to america did i fuck up don't say black people can you fix it did i fuck up and go talk to the people within your community that fucked up because you're gonna reach them before we can they just see some angry black people coming right because we're not a part of that group and that makes complete sense and it's you know and it's also uh uh one of those things where for a lot of uh black and brown people and 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 it i understand people's argument and i understand people's frustration with our political system here in america but it is what we have and until something happens to change it, where you get this magical third party or this division or whatever it is, uh, it is what it is, you mm-hmm. know. So I, you know, it frustrates me. I put it like this. It frustrates me, you know, because uh, I understand people's disappointment in the system and shit like this. But when it comes to certain things, I don't believe in they're the same because they're not. I don't believe and uh 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 you know we got to pick the 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 worst of two evils because that's not so you know yeah the better two evils. yeah the better that's that's not so uh i don't believe in any of that because at at the end of the day one group is trying to kill me and the other one i'm not trying to say that that they're perfect but what they're not doing you know most of them most of them you know uh is coming out here and saying you know racism now racism forever that they're not doing that so to me the decision is easy you know but a lot of people when they come to it they're disenfranchised which i understand that and they're frustrated and they're upset at the way the system is but unless the system changes the reality is you have to look at the system that we are in and work within the system and if it's that important to you to have this magical other party third party political party do something about that like start a ground route go in start applying for dog catcher school system make some inroads don't be like the motherfucking green party and the only time your fucking ass show up is it for presidential elections like i'm not trying to be funny like if you really want these changes you have to do something other than complain about the system that we have and then don't really do anything or start a ground route thing to start this act this other system because i do believe these other systems can exist but the people have got to be willing to do something about it I other than just complaining i don't even think they're talking about creating another system these people in florida are like ron DeSantis is making our lives terrible black people come save us so that's not even about the the super wild left-wing progressive start a new system we need socialism that's a very simple like we're not doing the minimum here and our community is on the wrong side of this thing percentage wise right okay well then y'all have the work to do because i don't know your community like that and if your community already voted for desantis part of the reason they probably voted for him is seeing 
black activists out there and feeling some level of resentment mm-hmm. so y'all take y'all ass out there y'all gotta do it it's not like i you can't you're we you're not joining our fight and we're not joining yours if that's how you move because what you're really saying is come do the work for us that's not joining a fight Mm-mm. start the fight people will show up black people will show up we be there we, like so this. go ahead and start the fight we we will be there and and that's the thing yes we put ourselves first when it comes to this but we don't we will reach out to other people yeah but at the same time we're not going to do the labor that you actually need to do in your community yeah so that shit don't move me no no offense Mm -hmm. to that lady and i hope she gets her state back i I live in a state like that too but Mm -hmm. i don't look around and go who's coming to save us we got to do it uh when black people on tiktok told her she's on her own she said that's why black people can't be saved people got in her ass and she had to delete her entire account yeah see that type of she wanted some labor i feel bad for the people who didn't vote for that clown but the ones who did this is what they wanted and if what they're getting yeah i definitely feel bad and i do the the biggest thing i think we underestimate in this situation are the people that vote for him get the consequences but still don't feel differently no they do not that's what i'm that's my adult life the realization i came to is how often and how many times people are like nah i I actually am okay with everything that's happening because i care so much about whatever that first thing was Mm -hmm. Uh, like i won't back down i won't change my mind Mm -hmm. i won't accept any facts that don't align with what i believe and what i believe is what i did was right we need ron DeSantis. yep i don't care about my family and friends getting deported i don't care about you know my 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 loved ones getting separated family members people to look like me i don't care i am here for this and i'm going to stick with it sim sim says the way i cackled when ron said no palate cleanser that was a very rough fucking with black people so i needed that laugh as a lifelong in wire i totally agree that even in this multicultural city we aren't immune to the racism all over the country this country much as i travel i have only heard the hard er said to me near my home or spray painted on the side of my house i had to pause the episode for a bit and go put on my quest headset for a palate cleanser thank you for sharing your insights and laughs that unschooling story was wild thanks sim Sima. Mm-hmm. and uh yeah is racism not just a southern thing i think karen always harps on it almost every time the topic comes up and that's why you know because it's true every time it's not like it's a lie i i i will be relentless when it when it comes to that because you're not telling me funny you let the rest of the country tell it and particularly people that don't live here a lot of people have a lot of myths about the south mm-hmm. and how it functions and how it rolls and every time something comes up it's all oh, them people down south bitch they're in your state too they are in the timbuktu nowhere wherever you stay no matter how far up north or out west or whatever this little town's in the middle of two timbuktu fucking nowhere to feel the same goddamn way yep not wrong um i just realized i did the episode out of order we'll do my mom's episode next uh my fault everybody uh so then the poll was catholic clergy id cards this will fix it this will help fix it this won't do anything or this will make it worse i'm not even sure how it makes it worse but uh the poll percentage zero percent think this will fix it uh three uh, 8.82 percent think this will help fix it like step in the right direction 73 and a half percent say it ain't gonna do nothing and somehow 17 percent think it'll make it worse not sure how but sure i don't know <laughs> i mean honestly they got a track record of 
don't know they got a track record of of of, of a longer history of trying of letting it be worse than fixing it so and then uh the same poll on spotify three percent think it'll fix it one percent think it'll help fix it 78 percent say it won't do anything and 18 percent say it'll, it'll make it worse uh let's check comments real quick on youtube if there was any uh for uh like i said i did this out of order so this would be oh guns are people okay so we got a couple comments my mom said the sword jokes were fire about the missing hand uh, absurd spoonful said free range kids karen was obviously not here for the unschooling parents <laughs> thank you Sarah Spoonful <laughs> uh, and then uh, pu- the, the, the poll oh no that Q&A Dracaris was the true Q&A because I was so mad although oh I forgot to revisit this and since we're probably not going to do a lot of episodes this week I guess I'll say it here but new, more information came out the lawyer of the woman who was accused of stealing the bike trying to steal the bike came out with what I think is they believe is her side of the story but for me it just made me confused and it had a very jonathan majors releasing the text feel for me like it didn't make me go oh okay that like i was just like what what and so confusing more questions actually yeah and i said i was confused on twitter now of course i shouldn't have said it on twitter because twitter is very you know pile on they no thought no 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 don't breathe you just fucking hate this bitch hate her hate her like god damn it you better well you coon if you don't hate her you know so it's like <laughs> all right that's how they be it was like they were scared i was gonna flip sides or some shit it was like mm-hmm. everybody calm the fuck down i'm just reading the article trying to be like what happened. happened right what happened i'm sorry i don't i don't have experience with the the check-in check-out bike thing so i don't know how it works so the they were like she has receipts for that particular bike supposedly a minute apart showing she did reserve like pay for that bike on her phone i guess through an app this is what i've all learned because i've never done this before Mm -mm. and my thing is like well then how did the other dude think he paid for the bike if she if she paid for the bike also why didn't she say in the video at some point she paid for the bike is i know it's just it's a video like any other starts at a time ends at a time that can mean a bunch of shit Mm-hmm. they didn't record the part where she did say that yeah it could mean that you know uh it could be a computer glitch it could be a bunch of shit they could have cut out that part mm-hmm. uh you know because you know we get videos these kind of viral out of context these videos go viral they go viral all the time we give a hot take we fill in and predict and project onto them and shit and so you know and i'm sure to some level that's what we were doing you know i I have to be transparent about that i think i even Mm -hmm. said at the time which is like just seeing this Mm -hmm. is just so fucking like god like it just makes you so mad but okay that does sound unreasonable and kind of ridiculous if she was walking by a group of black dudes and randomly decided i'm taking one of their bikes fuck them just in a bunch of for a bunch of reasons for a bunch Mm -hmm. of reasons this article was not really giving you those reasons what they were really saying was she's pregnant i think they mentioned she was pregnant like 10 times mm-hmm. i was like what the fuck they got to do with anything okay she's pregnant well a pregnant woman can't be racist i don't understand um the other thing is they don't really explain like why she tried to do the fake crying why she's yelling for help like like none of those actions like she's under attack 
or whatever that that's weird why it had to be that bike um and so and look maybe those black kids were being assholes i don't know how it works 100 percent. it sounded like somehow she thought she paid for to have to get this bike i guess using the phone using the app they took the bike put it back in the dock which immediately resets everything like her her card is no longer on it his car is not on it i don't know he must have put his card on it or something and or she did it again or whatever once again this article didn't 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 really say what the how it worked because it was so intent on giving her excuses Mm -hmm. that it didn't want to say like because i'm assuming it's some level of misunderstanding or some level of somebody being a jerk either she was a jerk walked up to this dude and tried to take a bike that she knew he was about to get Mm -hmm. or he was being a jerk saw she was about to get a bike put it back and said i want that bike it's one of those two nobody's saying shit right but it does not excuse her behavior afterwards you stash this phone you're, you're doing fake crime you you know like so it still fucks with me and it still bothers me i just would like some context for why the fuck it happened you know because i know in our minds it's simple enough it's just uh, the explanation for most people that's on our side is simple enough to just white lady just went white lady you know they be racist no reason walking down the street decided to be racist couldn't help herself and i'm like that's probably not what happened but what the fuck did happen and yeah i still feel like you went over the top and tried to use your white fragility mm-hmm. to 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 like get something to happen to these black men and that's gonna bother me every time yes you did regard that's how i find it regardless of what happened up, up front yeah anyway dracarys uh a rare triple dracarys episode fucking with black people is my favorite segment but yeah you was wild in this episode said carrie <laughs> joy said as a lifelong floridian fuck florida coach mike malik says moms for liberty desantis bottom bitches right there <laughs> god damn that's so funny though they don't care about kids or education but they stay showing up at a school board meeting target shit dracars dracars on white crime still in devil i thought the thieves had honor dracars on the pos desantis dracars on all such school districts that only care about white children feelings dracars on rudy g uh what does this mean i've been meaning to ask says aaron dracarys um it is the word that uh in game of thrones Mm -hmm. the word that dragon riders use riders dragon riders use to uh command their dragon to blow flames and burn somebody up so they say dracarys and then it it shoots flames so yeah i'm normally mispronouncing it yeah so it's so racist that we're like set this whole bitch on fire mm-hmm. that's what it means uh shane says the ice cream couple is lying who eats ice cream and milk at the same time mm, that's a good point good point uh jane says a hat trick of dracarys also first the west virginia west uh radio host fired for airing the basketball coach uh, homo- uh homophobic slur and now the black student suspended for recording the geometry teacher shaking my head Mm-mm-mm. i know what a day we had mm-hmm. all right episode 2713 out of order sorry everybody <laughs> it's called once you go black they cut you some slack it's with my mom <laughs> jl covan writes in big jam covan <laughs> big band what has he done he's got hands <laughs> jl covan says when rod said nick cannon is in the news and his mom said again my brain immediately heard the coronavirus song start <laughs> here we go again we got children (laughs) we keep on not pulling it out we leaving it in (laughs) 
<laughs> Nick Cannon wearing the turban. All right. <laughs> um, number two, <laughs> I was wrong thinking. I feel like we we could have our remix of Nick Cannon news yes, again. Um, number two, <laughs> I was uh wrong thinking that perhaps the Sunday truce would hold and rod would not have me catching strays on a mother's day sunday in the presence of his mother but i guess nothing is sacred anymore (sighs) to be clear for the many people who do not listen to my podcast my discussion of pedophiles on the episode of my show was in the context of a finding out a beloved teacher at my elementary school was arrested for child porn pics and b the idea of christian forgiveness being tough for the worst offenders now of course almost no one really practices this the dylan roos victim family members offering him forgiveness is a good rare example of christians actually practicing this i was reflecting on this yeah but then you know they uh they caught a lot of hell for that Mm -hmm. uh i think what the pope was speaking of was the idea of earthly punishment versus spiritual forgiveness i'm aware that a lot of this might sound like nonsense to plenty just want to make sure people who don't know me don't think i'm out here lobbying for nambla in dc (laughs) q rod saying that's exactly what a nambla lobbyist would say it is is what they would say i'm just glad that pope francis did not say that we must tolerate or love angel reese for her unforgivable treatment of caitlin clark (laughs) (laughs) but that's that's what i'm saying though right like jl is such an angry honorary man you know just such a unforgiving you know type of dude to hear him you know make the case for never forgiving ted lasso but somehow pedophiles get a pass i mean it's just hard to listen to this is hard it's, it sounds ridiculous <laughs> to me and it sounds exactly what the nambla lobbyists will say but that's just me other people hear different things uh eve says it's always great to hear mama morrow i hope she could come back for a non let me say this also for jl though because i'm if you're just a listener to our show you don't listen to his or vice versa uh then maybe people don't get the inside joke of it or whatever and i hate to break the fourth wall like that but um i give him grief because he listens to the show but also like for me friendship and familiarity is in kind of being able to 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 make jokes with your friends about shit Mm -hmm. um and i know he's one of the you know handful of people that kind of can speak that language a bit yeah because I, I don't do that with everybody to mm-hmm. be honest because nope, everybody can't take a lot it of motherfuckers can't take it and they can't take it back you yeah, know they, they do it but they can't take it back and then it's a big ass falling out and you're yeah. like okay i should have never started this with you you know like i listen to this show and he'll make a uh, uh, the righteous prick he'll make a joke about me and honestly i'll be in real fucking tears i'll be like that's that's funny that's good <laughs> you know what I mean? because if it's funny it's funny i don't I'm, you know, so, uh, that's, that's why I, I pick on JL and, uh, you know, I know he listens and, and stuff like that. I'm sure y'all that don't listen or don't care are like, why this nigga always talking about JL Covid? Just my friend. And I know he listens. And that's it. It's that simple. Evie says, it's always great to hear Mama Mara. I hope she can break, uh, she can come back for a non Mother's Day episode. She's always welcome. The door is always open. Um, you know, her and my dad both, look forward to that one time a year and mm-hmm. uh you know that they don't really ask to be on the show any other time but it's always available they they'd be looking for they'll they'll hit us up uh you know beforehand going yeah. I'm, I'm still on yes you, you you are penciled in permanently 
uh brian mcknight better hope he never needs a kidney and his older kids aren't matches his he's lucky his wife isn't a tyler perry movie because if it was she's gonna lose her hair have to wear a bad wig his current wife leaves him and takes all his money and he gets aids oh no i don't think nick (laughs) nick cannon is uh oh i I said wife life yeah you're right i don't think nick cannon is any better as a father there's no way you can have 12 kids in six different households and be there for the emotional needs of each of those children money doesn't mean anything to a kid who just wants his dad and by his own admission he goes to the house of the mother who calls him it doesn't it doesn't sound like he takes the initiative to see those kids regularly i hope we don't start getting memoirs from his kids when they reach age, the age of adulthood about what a rotten daddy was only they gonna be able to tell them stories dog he got about six years because the oldest two are 12 yeah i'm waiting on uh you know what's gonna happen his kids are gonna put out a book like you know nick cannon my dad he never was there for me he's a bad father and all that stuff and then nick cannon gonna be like don't blame me blame your mama she didn't call me the last you know like the other kids mama was calling me at 1159 your mom was calling me at fucking 1145 you know i go to the last mom to call she must not have really wanted me down there you know <laughs> you had to be on the phone and be like Boop, i got a call coming in hold on up oh, sorry gotta be with you got sorry kids gotta be with another woman tonight and yeah maybe he didn't give them money everybody you fed them yeah you fed them but did you feed them freedom but did he feed him freedom yeah think about that uh <laughs> did you feed him freedom but did that he matters. feed him freedom a lot of y'all don't think about that the poll who is right brian mcknight or his kids it's controversial poll this week it's getting spicy up in here i don't know what i don't even remember putting this poll out um karen oh his kids all right 88 percent of people agree with karen they say his kids 12 percent of people agree with brian mcknight Mm-mm. you don't pay your child support i would love to know what 12 percent. i would love to know the reasoning Mm-mm. is that 12 percent also treat their kids just like brian mcknight do just i don't know i don't know but i would love to know mostly because i think whatever they say is gonna make me laugh even if i think it's outrageous and ridiculous but uh i mean the kids are grown technically uh the ones that he don't claim but anyway the poll on spotify 16 percent rhyming night that's even uh, more than the 12 percent. of course they got they're the ones with the money they like shit i cut my kids off a long time a ago a long time ago brian just now coming around i mean i mean i got a junior too what you talking about uh <laughs> they don't they don't care about his kids okay mm-hmm. them kids or dads either apparently them kids ain't make uh never felt this way before ah! hey can y'all turn this down some of us got kids bitch i got kids too turn up that's dumb <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah 84 percent say his kids 16 percent say nah uh comment on the youtube my mom t- commented on her own episode said i had an awesome time on the podcast i always enjoy the comments and questions from the chat room love peace and blessings and happiness thank you mom oh, thank you. and i'll make sure to get this other episode on youtube uh sometime tonight yeah everybody i really didn't know that i fucked that up um i think that's oh wait no i forgot the q a uh so the q a for spotify for this episode with my mom was 
happy mother's day to whoever called nick cannon the latest casey says go my first time listening loved it thank you casey thank you. uh uh Ad says mama yes mama deep negro side during the nick cannon part took me out he constantly contradicts himself i wonder if he knows and lastly Raphael says shout out to all the this is first comment this week interesting also a shocking lack of nft sales going on in the comments this week the, the, the average nft sales going down he must have been busy uh, he must this must have been the week he took the cruise to africa right uh, 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 yeah some of y'all must hit that deadline so he had to leave us alone for a while he'll be back on it should be reports of missing black people coming out soon <laughs> shout out to all the moms of the blackout to this nation y'all are and stay winning also to nick cannon's baby mamas feeding those kids freedom is no mean fit salute to all freedom feeding mamas in the galaxy yes uh all right let's go oh i haven't checked to see if we have voicemails uh and of course skype needs to do an update but that's Always. all good it's all good we Always. love an update say, it's time for another commercial break. i stay updated okay let's check out the voicemails we got one voicemail this week uh for my girl veggie vixen hey Bonnie Karen. this is angie uh veggie vixen and i'm just calling i'm not sure if it was this week or last week but the uh comment about the uh, the story about the guy who was uh, working at the uh hotel that was sucking the guy's toes Mm. Well, I just happened to find a friend that actually knows the man in question that was having his post up. <gasps> so I don't know if it came in the news or not, but apparently this man had been into the, well, basically, okay. So the story goes, he was at a company function. He was drunk. He took an Uber, came home with sleep, you know, came to the hotel with sleep. Apparently the dude that was sucking his toes, um, they, found footage from two to five where the man came in not once but several times so he just happened to wake up on one of the last oh. times of his uh so t- t- so oh, no. uh so <laughs> sucking episodes <laughs> it is crazy and it's like so ooh, it's cringy but apparently he must have been doing it a couple of times um so much so that a friend, uh, she literally looked at the text messages from the guys. Uh, also, friends were teasing him about it um, and trying to make it, you know, a little bit light. But it is crazy. The dude was um, a sexual predator and had just gotten out for six months. Oh. And now he's a manager of whatever major hotel it was. It's crazy. Wow. But yeah, just wanted to let y'all know an update is. It wasn't recorded in the news yet. Okay. So, the people, so what's, what's happening? We talked about this on Three Guys On, but not on our podcast. Okay. So, we didn't do a guest erase on it because we were on Three Guys On. 
um it got spoiled for it so there's no reason to play guest race but i do highly recommend that three guys episode three guys all episode where we talked about it because man we had fun like honestly man just as a general advertisement for three guys on me and karen basically go on there almost every week um and if you're a listener to three guys on if you uh check out their show on so on uh spotify wherever you get podcasts Mm -hmm. they have two episodes one goes behind a paywall so you don't hear that one Mm -hmm. but the second one goes to everybody and i think you should give it a shot try it we always have fun time um i really think it's helped karen find a even better like comedic voice i think one of the reasons that uh you've gotten even funnier than you you've been in the past is uh going on there and just chopping it up with them you know especially even at that time when i where i wasn't able to be on because i was in new york Mm -hmm. you know i listened to it and you know you're always just cracking me up and stuff over there and i love being on there too like and the last few weeks has been you know especially fun for us but like um like we did a whole like almost like a punch-up session or on like a created a tyler perry movie (laughs) yes we did you know i think that one might have been behind the paywall yeah uh so it's called a good man um i'll look it up because i think this one might be one of the ones that went out to everybody that went out to everybody okay that was good so um but yeah so like we have such a good time over there and i really think like i can't recommend it highly enough if you like if you're fans of us and you haven't like checked them out go check them out and i really do think i mean i'm a premium subscriber to them because i even if i wasn't on the show at all it's it's a very funny good show it is it is and i've uh we've enjoyed them for years even before uh shout out to chris lambert because chris lambert you know got got us uh up with them Mm -hmm. and i have always uh enjoyed them and uh uh uh, to go back to what you were saying one uh they've always because i remember when And, and yes it is it is not behind a paywall episode 1202 a good man go listen to this i promise y'all y'all will be like oh my god this shit is so funny we had a good time but i remember during the um pandemic uh you would go on initially i wouldn't come on with you i would Mm -hmm. just let you go on because i guess in my mind uh i figured out where rye you know he's just kicking it you know with his friends and i didn't want to quote unquote come in and uh just just disrupt that camaraderie but i remember i remember i, I want to say randolph told me he was like karen this is an open invitation yeah. he said i mean it you literally can come on anytime you want to mm-hmm. and i took him up on that offer and i'm really glad i did because one thing i really do love about andy and uh, randolph is they get me i don't know if that makes like they get mm-hmm. me so they allow me just to be myself and me being myself means particularly like i said when i get passionate i get loud and it don't mean i'm angry or anything like that but they just allow me just to express myself we can go back and forth we can talk we can laugh we can joke and just hearing them hearing their minds tick and the many different guests i've had it allowed me to uh learn i I feel like it's double dutch Mm -hmm. and over the years particularly working going on their show i've learned how to double dutch better because before i see people double dutch and i will almost wait for the perfect time to kind of jump in but i realize it's not a perfect time you just have to kind of just jump in and be like fuck it 
<laughs> you yeah. know which is it, that was very hard for me to kind of wrap my head around at first yeah i think you um but yeah it's a i think also one of the things is like you used to err on the side of not interrupting or not saying the thing and the thing is like and there's a timing thing to it of of course and you want to let people complete their thoughts and Mm -hmm. both of us are long-winded and go on like rants and Mm -hmm. or whatever you want to call them jags we both do that but also there's like a creative process to where you kind of have to know when like okay this thought's wrapping up let me jump in here and i i think it you've gotten more like aggressive with that in a good way of being like let me get my joke out while i can because if it is if not it just dies because people kept talking and now it's been a minute later and it's just not time to say that shit so i think that's a big part of it but yeah i i've man three guys on we have such a good time over there i i really hope that people check it out um and uh lakita we have so many crossover fans lakita said in the chat apparently a good the, a good man joke started on the first episode behind the paywall okay and then us doing the um workshopping of the bit into like a full-blown tyler perry movie happened on the second part okay that's why i was like what is it behind the paywall yeah yeah and also uh 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 to uh, uh go back to what we was talking about i think that uh and i'm gonna keep it keep real because of my personality and because being a woman you've kind of always been taught to be nice and you know you know uh i don't want to say shrink yourself but just be considerate and all that type of stuff so for me uh it's a little different it was a little different for me to see everybody going out like okay i want to jump in i want to jump in i don't know and i yeah. was like you know what i've got to i got to get over that you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and so and i think doing that and kind of exercising it on that show helped me out on our show as far as when we do have guests speaking up more jumping in more yeah when we have guests and stuff um certain guests i don't even have to worry about it because there's certain guests that i know you like a lot or you're familiar with a lot or you're big fans of and so those days i i can almost like just set up a a question and just sit back (laughs) but then there's sometimes where like it's more of an interview style because we don't know the person or whatever Mm. and you know i i used we've tried every like behind the scenes stuff i've it's like okay karen what if you write down your questions and then you ask the questions during the conversation and then that way you'll be prepared so it's not and Karen would have a list of questions and not ask him. <laughs> I would be and scared and intimidated. I'm I, not even yeah, lie. we were in the show and I'd be like, "What happened?" Like, like you had these great questions. Because the thing I'm thinking about constantly, <laughs> and I know it's not necessarily uh, healthier in everybody else's mind, but I know there are people that listen to the show that think like this, which is, I don't want to be the the man on the show talking all the fucking time, and my wife's just here to be here, right. and it's really my show, and when we have a fucking guest on, it's just me and the guest doing all the damn talking, and Karen's just here to be here, and everybody's thinking, oh, look at these men silencing the black woman, <laughs> and I'm like, I've never in my fucking life, cut me off then, say whatever you gotta say, I really... Like I like I feel like it looked bad, <laughs> right? You know? Just be like, I let you talk, not let me talk. Yeah, I'm not. I don't <laughs> want to be Stephen A. Smith. I would much rather you be participating in whatever. Cause <laughs> I, I don't. I can adjust to, to the rhythms of yes, other people, yes, but so I always feel like that's at least I always feel that that eye on me that I I know I'm putting it on myself. But I think that's what makes the show better is to put the eye on yourself sometimes and be like hey this might be 10 minutes of karen having something to say with me not saying shit and that's okay 
like this like i i don't have i know all men you are supposed to have this like it's about me i need to talk uh you know uh shut up woman like i know every man's supposed to have that but i try to like not have that yes and and and, and being aggressive is uh, is kind of opposite of my nature mm-hmm. and so for me it was something which with, which is ridiculous to say because you talk to everybody all the fucking time I everywhere do. yes i do so that's not outside of your nature that is not true <laughs> i mean when what i mean outside of my nature is as far as like podcast form, right you know uh no like you said every day, yeah. every day like i walk up to a complete the, stranger my job just talk to him. part of my job is to get <laughs> to get your nature out there on here i feel like yes but i have to say i thank three guys on because i feel like a lot of that helped with it did hey i became i'm much more comfortable now yeah i'm, I'm like fuck it i'm gonna <laughs> y'all gonna hear what i got because because i mean if that's the other thing if a joke don't hit we just move on yeah. or you make fun of that yes you move, so it's not about no one got a hundred percent joke rate period no you know so anyway it's hard to banter by yourself it and is. so yeah shout out to three guys on but that's where we said that yeah not here but mm-hmm. that was also a fun episode yeah so go go listen to that and it is wow the, the basically the dude came in and started sucking the dude toe dude woke up and had to call the cops on him lots of jokes yes lots of jokes all right last segment we got to get to these voicemails uh but first some music everybody some music <laughs> Well, kind of too, but is Theron just sent a link to Instagram Reels and said balls deep? So I don't know what's happening with that. I'm about to say, is, is it spam? Is, is that for me, you, and Justin? Uh, is that, yeah, I don't have to look at that one later. <laughs> Cardi B's Cardi B's for lunch is the title of his emails from John. He said, "Good morning, Rod and Karen. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that yes, that outrage over Cardi B offset Happy Meal is absolutely a product of racism and misogyny. I know my people." and i'm pretty certain it's only white people and maybe some respectability plc who would take any issue with it yeah that's a good point i'd love to see the breakdown racially of the which mcdonald's franchisees took objection what a which one were inner city which one Mm. were were out and which state they were in because like i say the thing is cardi b is too famous and she has a huge following all across the country and all across the world for you to be like i don't want the money Mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying because i could see some people who probably already go or maybe like i hadn't tried it in a while oh i go buy that because i'm a sucker for that like um mm-hmm. what you did the did the meal at a uh, chipotle and that that shit is flames yeah you know so periodically when they be having them special meals i would actually go do it out of hey let me just try this thing if it's the same thing with uh uh what in the hottie sauce yeah i go yeah. try i go try it just making making the stout because i go try it because i'm like oh they're doing something it is it's not a huge investment but it's like i'll do it you know just to support and yeah. so i don't know nobody owns a mcdonald's franchise that will go no i don't want the people's money like yeah. that's almost why did you buy the franchise then it's almost opposite of what you're and trying to like, accomplish here the ones you the like 
travis scott was another one they didn't like supposedly bts is that was that one fine or you know like i i like to know i like more about it but yeah my now let's say racist against my default my default is yeah feels a little racisty Mm -hmm. you know but i'm not saying it is racist but feels a little racism mm, adjacent i do want to see who else they objected to you know who else they had meal deals with i don't know because i don't be following them like that but i would like to know mm-hmm. uh i'm guessing most of the irs aimed at cardi for giving us too many boners because the old white people who complain about complaining to mcdonald's probably don't even know who offset is <laughs> that's true uh <laughs> <laughs> the museum gift shop is one of the most devious inventions of mankind just be glad that karen doesn't like to spend an hour in there while you are starving and just want to go home for lunch and then she doesn't end up buying anything uh she doesn't end- even end up buying anything uh sounds like some personal issues going on over there john <laughs> yeah the flashback po thing we are definitely more stereotypical museum people though it can spend two to three hours going through the good ones especially on some edibles uh to each their own stranger almost un- unlimited patience for museums but when it comes to dinners or parties after an hour i'm ready to bail funny how we work it is man and like i said it's just i know i'm weird like that <laughs> to the point i think i've even said on this show before in my brain i feel like everyone else is faking that's how far it is that's how far down the rabbit hole i am when i look at other people staring at some shit for 15 minutes i'll be like look at this motherfucker pretentious fake ass bullshit pretending like they can see everything in the painting nigga move to the next one <laughs> like that's my brain you are not here for it that's just my brain i just like move on i don't carry that energy i never do it to anybody right. like when i'm in the museum you would just think i was like walking through a mall looking in the store windows that's how fast i move like mm-hmm. i really just be like okay taking that in that's a nice outfit moving on to the gap no need to ah! no need to study the outfit or nothing look looks like a coat all right two arms <laughs> uh the illusion place especially sounds looks fun yeah it is it's really that's fun. that's the perfect one for me because the illusion thing isn't about standing and sitting in the illusion for long periods of time mm-hmm. it's like you get and the other reason that museum is dope is something literally to get on each exhibit yeah. unlike you know the pretentious museums no offense where if you're not if it's not your thing it's like i'm walking in a room full of blocks what 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 am i supposed yeah, they to need get people to explaining some of this shit because i'm like the fuck is this i honestly need you don't just write down what the exhibit is i need you to write down what the fuck i'm supposed to get from this <laughs> yes have somebody standing by the door to explain yeah like oh the blocks represent the permanence of society or something mm-hmm. like because at the illusion museum there were people there because some of them i was like what's it supposed to happen they was like oh yeah this is what's like it was somebody there to kind of help you along because they knew that some of this shit people gonna be like the fuck is this the illusion museum was perfect because even at you didn't i didn't even need the people for most of it because it would be like right next to us like if you spin this it'll look like the lines are static but they're actually moving and so you spin it and you're like oh that's what they mean ah perfect perfect museum 10 out of 10 no notes no notes in and out in 40 minutes uh and they all across the country for those of you thinking about it p.s do you think brian mcknight has ever gotten a world's greatest dad coffee mug uh that by the way would be an amazing video for him to put out <laughs> if he had 
old stuff that his kids his his original kids gave him the the brimy night volume one kids ah the volume one kids not the volume two kids the original flavor mcknight's <laughs> Oh man, it's not funny what it is. <laughs> oh, I've never seen a nigga do this before in public like this, but if the original recipe McKnights have like when they were kids and shit, like stuff like cards they got them on Father's Day, mm-hmm. a mug that said World's Best Dad. A lot of children do that, right? Right if he broke them shits out on instagram today as evidence i mean he he's be still an evil person but man i would die laughing if he was like oh so i never was there for you well that's interesting because i have this picture from 1997 when you gave me the world's greatest dad mug and socks for father's day so now you saying i changed okay but you can ask my new kids i'm still a great dad so sound like maybe you changed i don't remember giving you no world's greatest daughter gifts because i always thought you could improve you had room to grow (laughs) your performance reviews was middling at best i was getting world's greatest dad okay that's five out of five no notes He should then, and then he should break into a song every time people get mad. So fuck them kids. And I never felt this way. <laughs> like, this full out of guitar. What's on the song? On the upside, Nick Cannon's kids will always be able to say, at least we don't have that dude for a dad. I mean, you hope they'll always be able to say that shit. Who knows? Yeah, they're not old enough. But, you know uh, who else thought that? Brian McKnight kids about 15 years ago. ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit happens. I don't know. Good luck. Cheers and stay safe, John. Thank you, John. Thank you. Whew. All right. That's it. Uh, like I said, we probably won't be taking uh, doing a lot of shows this week. We may do one for sh- uh because we have a guest that that's supposed to come through mm-hmm. um day this week but uh it, yeah depending on how that goes we may just take the whole week off um but uh thanks for listening everybody we appreciate y'all um and uh yeah we'll talk to you soon until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.